On today's episode of Back of the Bird, we sit down with Alex Simmons of the Albany Firewolves. A little bit of a different episode today due to some scheduling issues. There'll be no banter, so we're going to get right into the interview. Uh, a great sit down with Alex for about an hour here. Really thankful for him to come on the show. Let's get into it. This is episode 106 of Back of the Bird. Take your first ride and run, baby, run. If you want a sign, this is it. You're mad, your magic, you're as hard as a gun. You want to play with fire, consider this. You'll chase the thrill if it's worth it. Cause you never ever want to work for it. Take your first ride and run, baby, run. You got a spine of steel and a roar of thunder. This Smithville, Ontario native played his minor and junior A lacrosse with St. Catharines, where he led the team to the Ontario Championship in the bubble season of 2021. He attended Denver University uh, for four years and then did his fifth year at Syracuse and was selected by the Albany Firewolves in the 2023 NLL Draft. This season for Albany, he is currently third in league scoring and has led the Firewolves to a 6-1 and start to the season. Welcome back to the Bird, Alex Simmons. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Let's go, Johnny. Fucking right. Fucking right. Finally off the schneid, baby. Let's go. (laughs) So nervous reading that. (laughs) (laughs) I could just double check my work. I could just for once double check my work, but I like to double check it in real time. (laughs) It's more fun that way. Yeah, I'm Ron Burgundy. Um, So, Simmer, what's up, man? How are things? Things are good. Uh, Just got home... Early yesterday morning, uh, been just kind of hanging out and getting to back to work this week. Uh, I work out at uh, True Lacrosse here in Illinois, so it's it's uh, back on the grind. Got practices starting up this this winter, and it's been great so far. So where are you in Illinois? I'm in Chicago, so I'm right on. Uh, so I live in Chicago. I live in Lincoln Park, uh, but we have a facility out here in Lombard, Illinois. So it's uh, about a forty minute drive outside the city. No way. So you got a, like a apartment in, in Chicago or what do you got? Yeah, I got an apartment. I live with uh, two of my former Denver teammates who work uh, like right in the city, like right in the loop. So I got no a bit, way. they got a pretty good deal. Yeah, right downtown. That's unreal. I've never been to Chicago. I heard it's unreal though. It's a, it's a pretty fun city. It's it's a, it's a cleaner New York, but probably just as dangerous. And it's, yeah, yeah. What's uh, what is it? So side Chicago. It's like yeah, you got There's like fifty shit. murders a day that just go unsolved. <laughs> yeah, you gotta stay out of there. I mean, it's just yeah. I'm more north. I'm like north of the city, uh, nice. but like okay. right in it. Uh, but it's 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 a really cool spot. The food is amazing. Uh, like, you know, they've, they're, they're known for their deep dish and stuff like that. So it's been, it's been quite a time getting used to it. Although during the season, obviously it's my first time around, but you know, you can't really experience the weekends as much as you'd like, but as the yeah. summer rolls around, I'll be able to, so it'll be good. And like anything summers in like a winter city is like 10 times better too. So it's just going to be like way better. Oh, absolutely. And it's right on the lake, right? It's right on Lake yeah. Michigan. Uh, yeah. It's, it's quite a party. How have you found how have you found the travel from uh from Chicago? <laughs> uh you know what? It's not that bad. It, the, 
I get directs everywhere just because of the hub at O'Hare. Uh, so it hasn't been too bad. Like there's been no connections or anything. So it's been great. Um, when it comes to West games, I'm kind of right in the middle. So each way it's about two and a half each way. So there's nothing, nothing crazy. Uh, you know, it does take its toll. I'm sure you guys know uh, right away when you're new to it. I'm flying out every Friday and you're just kind of like getting back on. Most of my flights have been, I've been getting the, the rookie treatment, getting out of there at 5.30 a.m. every day. So it's it's not great. I get home in Chicago because we're an hour behind at like 7 a.m. So it's it's a grind. And it's been yeah. it's been fun though. Uh, you know, it's, I don't get to travel with any of the boys. So kind of that, that part kind of sucks. But other than that, it's been great. But you're so you're flying direct to Albany. Is that what you do, or do you fly somewhere else? No, fly direct to yeah, fly direct to Albany. So it's not bad at all, really. You must be the only guy on the team that gets that. <laughs> uh, no, no, uh, yeah, yeah. Here comes the line. <laughs> ding, 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 I was ding, thinking ding, that ding. same thing. Cut that out. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, speaking of speaking of that, that's actually like that's funny because. Uh, we when we come see you guys in like I guess three or four weeks, I'm flying from. I just figured they would make us drive, but uh, I'm going. My first flight's Toronto to Chicago, then Chicago to Albany. So when we brought up flights, I'm like, oh, you must like you must get flights. So it's actually not bad. Oh yeah, I had this past week, and we had um, we had a bunch of the seals guys. Like I mean, Patty Merrill was on my flight, uh, and he already looked angry to begin with. Like in the at the gates, so that's I just knew, how he looks. I knew, that's how he I knew looks. We were in for a in for a run for our money, so that kind of. <laughs> But other than that, it's been yeah. I get most of the guys coming from a lot of them connect from Washington or Chicago. It's kind of either one. So I think um, yeah, we're going. I go back through Washington. I think we go yeah. through Chicago or vice versa, one or the other. But whatever. Well, yeah, the Opening guys are six-hour drive. Guys aren't dri- driving anymore. They're doing all that now. So yeah, honestly, like well. it's the same amount of time, but like honestly, I'd rather have someone just drive me, like. On a plane, I mean, like I'd rather just not sit in a car for six hours. Yeah, that's what David's saying too. It's way better, so it's good for him. You just you just want to get hammered on the way home, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just get a couple pints in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not when I'm coming home to two two kids under two. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was especially because you're going home to two kids. Under yeah, two. I thought that might be the reason. <laughs> um, well, we're gonna we're gonna do things a little bit backwards than we usually do, so and just kind of jump right into uh, into the season so far. So maybe just kind of you know we'll start with kind of game one. How how are you feeling? Kind of rolling into uh, into playing your first game, and then you know we can kind of jump into into how things have been going. But what was that like playing the first one? Yeah, it, it was exciting. I was obviously really nervous. Uh, I. Had to go. I mean, we were in Vegas, right? So what a what a great you know opportunity to you know go to a place I've never been to. Obviously, uh, a fun spot, uh, kind of under the lights. You know, the Oregon Washington game at the time was going on, so there was a lot of big crowd, um, a lot of energy around the city. So I was nervous. I was excited at the same time. I had a lot of family come out to watch. Uh, you know what? At the, at the end of the day, like in the first quarter, I was lost. I was like, oh my god, I haven't played this sport before. Like, this is what am I doing? Not hitting the net. Um, just kind of figuring it out. But as after I got that first one in the second, uh, you know, everything just kind of came together, and it just, you know, Clarky is a really good role model and a really good guy to just kind of calm me down and say, listen, man, like you don't have to go out there and score nine, ten points in your first game. Don't worry about it. 
Um, and then we luckily were in a battle and then just obviously got the win. So uh, it was a lot of first for a lot of our guys there. So I was luckily I had a great, great cast around me that was pretty supportive and a bunch of guys I was going, going into their first game as well. So it was, it was exciting and was happy to get the win. I think that's kind of like the interesting part about you guys too. It's like, you know, I think Colt Watkinson's your captain at 30 years old. Like you guys are a young team come out to six, six and one, obviously Clarkie, you know, he's been around the game in this league for a long time, but just like kind of what's that room like, like, how's it obviously you guys like, you can't really write a better script than how you guys start, but like, what was the feeling coming into the season? And then just like, as you guys are rolling, like, what are you guys saying in the room? Yeah, I, I think like everybody was thinking, uh, mostly on social media and everyone kind of in our room as well was, you know, it's a bit of a rebuild year. Uh, you know, we have a lot of young talent, but it's obviously in this league, it's going to be kind of difficult to, you know, beat those, beat those kind of, you know, juggernauts at the top and, kind of just figuring out our identity right, right from the start. We didn't really know how it was going to go. Um, you know, our locker room, although quite young, is very vocal. I think that Colton's done a really great job kind of, you know, letting the rookies talk about, you know, what they're feeling and, and kind of just getting an open platform there. Uh, you know, it, it's been fun. It's been it's been great getting the, you know, I've been given the gears a lot and a lot of the rookies have too. And it's it's just really, you know, having the young guys like that is is really exciting. They've We've made it a pretty, um, you know, we're, there's no one, there's no clickiness. Uh, we're all, we're all pretty tight, and it's been great so far. And yeah, you, like you said, you can't write a better script right now. But you know, it's just one game at a time, I think. And you know, we've been just, we've had Doug in that, which has been pretty helpful uh, in some of those closer games for sure. Who's your, who's, who's on the tunes in the room? Uh, Mikey Byrne out of Toronto. He is, uh, you know what? He plays. It's not the modern. We're, we're, we're we roll the hip. We roll, uh, you know, all the older rock bands, kind of. Uh, it's which is actually quite refreshing because, uh, you know, that's kind of the stuff I was listening to with my dad growing up. So it was kind of like I know. Luckily, I had you know all the songs down, and there's no like crazy rap going on or and stuff like that. Although that can get the boys rolling. Uh, we stick with the with the '90s and early 2000s right now. So, Mike's uh, for those who don't know, Mike Byrne is an absolute beauty. His uh, he went to St. Mike's. His dad was my grade eight math teacher. He he taught at St. Mike's uh, for like a long thirty years or something like that. So, he's a beauty. If you don't know, uh, if you don't know Great Mike kid. Byrne. Get to know him. He's he's the man. Great dude. Yeah. How's uh, uh how's Court been so far? I saw something on on Teddy and Pat's uh, podcast about about uh, Court. I think. I, I saw a, a second-year players running it. Is it Cash Truck, maybe, or who? Who's Patty, yeah, Patty's running the court this year. Um, I think the reason they gave him the reins, the uh, gave him the the, ga- the gavel or whatever, is just because he loved to find himself in this rookie year. He liked okay. to be the, rookie, the rookie max that you could possibly get fined. He just did it to you know get the boys going, and so that was kind of what they wanted uh, as a leader for that. He's kind of our leader of the rookies in a way. Um, Court's been good. I, I mean, you know what? I'm not going to say too much because I know I'm going to get <laughs> smart. Good thing just for this. Uh, it's, you know what? Just, uh, I think got, the rookies have really run in, tr- into trouble because they just don't shut their mouths. Like, they just love to beak, beak, beak. And like any rookie, like any, any arrogant rookie would. Like, and so. Luckily, the numbers have been low for myself personally. I'm like on the verge of bankruptcy on my rookie max, so uh, it's been a it's been a tough go. So, 
Uh, I can I get like it's just the little things though, right? Like rookie of the week. Like I just at some point I just that's why I've been explaining my bad play as of late. I just I don't want to get yeah. fined for <laughs> twenty bucks. Can't uh, afford it. Can't afford it anymore. Afford it, man. The checks are just starting to look a couple extras less zero. So uh, what's course, uh, what's max fine? Uh, max fine for rookie is uh, twenty bucks for a weekend. So it's not too bad. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's ours too. So it's not it's not crazy, but we have uh we have an extra extra max fine of fifty. It's gotta be something outrageous. Twenty is our max, but there's a fifty if there's like and there's no like set barrier, but you just you'll know when it's a fifty. One guy got one guy got a fifty. Yeah, yeah, we got well, we got Joker from you guys, right? And he he yeah. he he hundred banged himself for uh, missing all the prizes. <laughs> Up until that, up until that game. Good so, guy. Good guy. I got ahead of it. That's unreal. Yeah. So I, I think we get a good. They really want the rookies to start finding other rookies. We really haven't got on that yet. Uh, we haven't been. Uh, we've been. You pretty, guys got to stick together. Don't. Yeah. Hold. Don't, hold strong. Put it to us. Like they, they were going to find us at some point for not even like attempting to find a fellow rookie. So I'm just, <laughs> That's you know you're grasping the straws when you're starting to find guys for not finding guys. That's awesome. I know it's unbelievable. The, the the budget's obviously a little low, so we gotta get her up there. But that's awesome. So how have, how have you found um, you know as it's as the season's gone on, you guys have played seven games now. How have you found you know how maybe defenses are catching on to what you do, getting more physical with you. Um, maybe kind of honing in on, on you as a key player for them. Like, how have you found that adjustment as this has gone? Yeah, you know, it's it's difficult. It's it's definitely an adjustment to junior, like you guys know. Um, it's just a, you start to figure out who you are as a player a little bit more. You know, I've, I think at the beginning, obviously, a lot of people didn't obviously know my skill set or maybe how I played. So it was a little bit easier to let the ball fly a lot and kind of just get, you know, a couple – couple like you know lucky ones at the start but as of now I'm, I'm sure that guys are kind of focusing in on watching film and I, I gotta stop being you know maybe a little one-dimensional I think sometimes you can get caught into your own gate your old game and kind of you know when you get tired and you get into old habits that's when you get caught and defenses kind of you know take advantage of it uh so I just, I just gotta go look at the film and figure out where am I going wrong and 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 you know, where have I been successful? I, I think I'm young and I don't do that enough. I think I just kind of get there two hours before the game, talk to talk with the boys and then just go out and hope I, you know, excel and do well. So I gotta, I think I just got to start figuring that out a little bit more. Um, it's been difficult, but the, at times it's been great. And sometimes it's been really difficult. It's, it's ebbs and flows as a rookie, I think. Um, and as of late, you know, the ball hasn't been dropping as much. So you just got to go back and figure out what was I doing earlier that, you know, made me successful. And, and I'll have guys around me that have that have really helped out, like Ethan Walker and all the old – I can't say older guys because old, the oldest guy is 27. So it's – but the guys that have been around longer than I have. So I just got to they, – they're a great supporting cast for me. I, think, I mean, I think that's a good lead-in. Like we're, you know, part of kind of what we wanted to ask was just about, you know, that chemistry. Obviously, you guys played together – um at denver so what's it like been you know reigniting that connection in the pros now yeah you know, ethan's a really uh, uh like business-like mentality he goes into every game like it's uh you know he brings his lunch pail and he and he you know he kind of rubs that off on me a little bit i'm more of the jokester like to talk a lot uh you know lively part of the the friendship or the chemistries you'd say 
Uh, I like to try and get him going a little bit, but he's what a mentor and what a what a pro. Uh, he's he's helped me out since we went to Culver actually together um, in high school, and then Denver. Now here, so all three levels has been pretty special. You know that connection has started at a pretty young age, so it's been just kind of an easy transition and. He's just really shown me the ropes so far, not even just on the floor, but off the floor, you know, the traveling, um, all the flights and stuff, all that little things that go into being this in this league. So just a, just a great overall guy. Love having him around, and he's and he's helped me out a lot. So, I mean, Donnie, what else do we, we want to kind of get into just from, from this season's perspective? Um, or do we want to kind of go back to the beginning? Yeah, one thing is, is with, uh, you know, coming in with Kurtz, you know, it's kind of rare – to have two guys at the same position, same draft class kind of coming in, um, you know, did you know him before? And then what's it kind of been like, you know, obviously you played against him your whole life, but what's kind of been like trying to, trying to kind of pick up chemistry on the, on the fly and, and uh, you know, did you guys play Team O or anything like that together? What's, what's your kind of history like with him? Yes, we played Team O in our, my last year, so midget. Um, so we got to know each other there. We didn't really have a relationship outside of that, other than playing, uh, playing each other, like playing each other throughout the the Ontario days. Um, always kind of kept in touch here and there, but not nothing crazy. And like you said, yeah, it is a bit, it is a bit odd, you know, coming in with a guy of that caliber, um, playing on the same side as you. You know, you don't know what the chemistry is going to be like. Um, sometimes it can get, you know, a little hostile just because, you know, sometimes you want your shots, sometimes he wants his shots, so it, it can be difficult at times. Uh, and I think that we've just done a really good job of, you know, communicating with each other, you know, uh, Hey Simmer, why don't you go on the inside and set one here? You know, just kind of trying to balance it out. I don't, you know, you're going to have to ask him someday. You know, I, I think I've taken the more, uh, yeah, let me get the ball on the outside and let her fly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's probably going to kill me. Uh, sometimes he'll make little, little digs at me for shooting the ball too much. And uh, it, it, but that's, but it's good to have that, and um, you know he's he's a he's a good young talent to play with, and it, it's been fun kind of figuring each other out because we're going to be at this for a while, and we you know we got to come become compatible at some point, right? So it's been great early, and uh, you know it's yeah. So the the relationship is evolving. Hopefully, he just doesn't get too upset with me. Uh, as we, <laughs> just got to keep scoring, man. <laughs> as long as they yeah, go in, yeah, uh, yeah. Once I stop scoring, then he can get pissed off. Yeah, and then we'll. Uh, We'll, we'll yeah, figure it out there. Then you yeah. go set the picks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. La- lastly, before we just kind of get – we jump back to the start, just – you kind of mentioned Clarkie at the top, but uh, he's kind of like – I mean, I-, I played against him, and then, you know, I've I- he coached me um, when I played for Team Canada, and just like that's when he was kind of just starting out. But you could kind of see – you know, the kind of coach he was going to become and just obviously like leading this, this young group, kind of like what's he been like for you and, and for the group? Yeah, it's a great question just because he's, you know, it's, he's does a really great job with young guys is what I've heard going into the year. I didn't, I didn't really know much about Clarkie at all uh, yeah. other than being against them. Uh, but he's, He's done a really good job, and what I heard from last year was he's very optimistic and is always really tries to keep it positive. Uh, you know, after a tough year last year, obviously for a lot of those guys, um, it could have been easy to fold, and it could have been easy to go like, "Oh well, you know, let's just try to do a little better the next year." Uh, you know, we got a young group. No, he didn't do that at all. We kind of he kind of came in and said, "You know what? We're 
although we're in a rebuild stage, as they'd say, um, we're going to come out and compete. We're going to come out and win. And he's really responded to our play. Uh, you know, he's not too negative and he's um, kind of given us the reins offensively to kind of just go out there and play ball. Uh, there's not a lot of, there's obviously extra knows that go within it, but he's just kind of let us gone out there and, and play the game that we love to do. And, and I think there's at times where he come off and he gives it to you and, but you want that, right? Like if you don't have that, then he obviously doesn't care. So he's been, he's been a great leader and he's, he's been very optimistic and positive with us. And he's always, you know, harped on, you know, every, every win that we've got, you know, we've earned it, um, you know, in one way or another. So he's just really great with the young guys. He's really great with me and just kind of, you know, mentoring me and on how all these things are. And, you know, I have a funny story. Like I, I got, I got it pretty early from him early. Uh, I, I missed my second flight to the second training camp day. And, um, I don't know why I missed it, but I missed it. And he just gave it to me just like, and you know, sometimes you want to be, uh, and I'm not just saying this about myself, but you, you, you want to be, you know, a little lighter on the, the new guys. It's obviously their first time doing it. No, he was not light on me and he gave <laughs> it to me pretty early. And, um, you just said, we're pros. Like th this is what we do. If you want to, you, if you don't want to act like a pro, then don't be here. Um, this is how we do it. And you know, this is the, the standard that we have. So it's it's been pretty great to be kind of molded by that and be in that position and and have you know he's been great with me so an ultimate pro for sure. What was the that, uh, was, that was a max fine that was a max. I was fine. gonna say I was yeah. literally just I got, I, got, I got dinged for that one no doubt that was yeah, that was pretty great. And how I mean, walk us through the feeling when when you realize you're missing that thing. How fuck how scared are you? I I I. Like any, like, uh, I don't know. I called my parents first. I'm like, fuck, like, what, what's going to happen? Like, what's the worst that could happen? Like, am I cut? Like, what's going on? Like, are they, you know, everything, the worst comes, the worst comes into your mind. Like, oh God, this is what's going to happen. And uh, so I show up and I'm, I'm anxious and I'm nervous. and I'm like sweating, I'm sweating. And, uh, I, and I go to lunch with my mom because she picked me up at the airport to bring me to the, to the track. And we just went out for lunch and of course right when i walk in the door who's there sitting like there's just a random random restaurant in oakville and they're sitting right there and i'm like oh my god no, no. yeah it was it was brutal i'm like at least i'd give me like an hour or two to calm down and have a lunch and relax nope they're right there and it was it was oh it was terrible and uh but the boys made me feel a little bit better about it they they, they gave me shit and dinged me up and it was it was fun they're like oh yeah we've all been here so um it's it was pretty nerve-wracking though sure. i like that they i like that they gave you that we've all been here but like they kind of probably hadn't been i was uh, i was like on the verge of like having a breakdown like oh god like it's my first pro weekend like i'm i've already screwed up and but yeah they were they were great about it you made it through and the things are fine. I'm sure yeah, everybody's, yeah, everybody's forgotten about it. So you're good. Um, let's go back to the start, man. How do you, uh, how do you pick up a stick? Yeah, I, I honestly, I'm the, so I'm the only one in my family that's ever played lacrosse. Um, I didn't know anything about the sport. I played triple A hockey at a young age, like novice around that novice time. And I wasn't really playing anything in the summer at that, at that age. It was kind of like what, like anyone, like you're four or five, you play soccer, they put you in the soccer league or whatever, but I wasn't really doing anything um, at that time. And one of the parents said, you know, what's Alex doing in the summer? And that's how it kind of grew. They're like, Oh, there's this great game lacrosse. Like you got to do it. Like, um, and originally the, 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 the issue with it was that I, I don't live in St. Catharines and I, and I didn't. So 
I had to go play for this team called Lincoln. It's like where the Grimsby and Beamsville teams are. And it was, uh, you know, I'm not going to say anything poorly about it. It was just like the, the, their, their lacrosse program hadn't really got up to, you know, the, they've, they haven't really excelled. So I tried to get a release to St. Catharines and that luckily got me there and where I could develop and, and start the game. So I luckily got a release at the age of like six or seven. Um, so I was a little bit behind everybody. I got cut actually in Tyke and novice um, or Tyke. Yeah. And I didn't make the team. So I didn't have many friends and it was terrible. I was like, I hate the sport. Get me out of it. I don't want to do it anymore. Um, and then from there I made the team the next year and then it just kind of blossomed into, you know, nine or 10 more years of just playing lacrosse. So it was, it was great. I played hockey with all those guys in the winter too. So, it was kind of um, it all kind of came to fruition. How was your how were the teams growing up? Were you guys like competing in A or like because obviously you got pretty good, um, you know, you had a good run in in junior. But what was it like in minor? Yeah, I, I thought we were pretty good. I mean, you know, Donnie might have something to say about that, but we, uh, you know, it was the Zone Nine boys. It was St. Catharines, Nations, and Burlington. I mean, those teams were stacked. If you look at it now. Um, Nations had, you know, Audie and, uh, you know, Jerry at the time was pretty good too. And, and like all those, Tohoka was great. I mean, those teams were insane. And then obviously with Donnie's team, they had him and Lanch and all those guys. Like it was, and then we had Latrell, And so it was, it was, those were great battles growing up. Um, it was always tough. I mean, at the end of the year, it was always us three kind of competing. They got on the better side of it, obviously, but. It, it was great. I mean, those were, those were really, you know, you kind of look back at it and go, you know, we were playing the best lacrosse at that age at that time. And although we didn't get to play Orangeville and Brampton, all those teams at the time, um, it was great to compete against those guys. And we were competing. I, I ended up winning one, uh, a provincial, I think, and that was it in Bantam. But, um, you know, all those other years, you know, it was competing for bronze and, and all that stuff. So not the great ones, but it was always, uh, Tough losses to Donnie and those boys and um, some wins here and there, too. So it was fun. Yeah, there were some battles, man. Those uh, St. Catharines, uh, our St. Catharines Burlington games back in at the end of minor are some of the most heated minor games I've ever kind of seen and been a part of. And, and you guys were good in, in your major year, too. You, you know, I think, you know, yeah. uh, we had our battle. Like, I'm a year older than you, and most of those guys you just talked about uh, – like Audie's my age, Tohoku's my age, Lancer's obviously my age, and uh, Latrell. For the, just for those who don't know, Latrell is is my age. He was kind of the leader of your your team, and yeah. a bunch of other good players as well. But yeah, there's some uh, there's some hatred. I'm cool with I'm cool with Latrell now. He's a great guy, but we, you know, it was it was pretty heated there for a while. Oh yeah, I mean, so. it wasn't even us too. It was the parents. I mean, they were all yeah. like, it was it was who was drunker and who was gonna yell at like who was gonna throw stuff on the floor like. It, and, and it didn't help that the arenas were a hundred thousand degrees, um, and it just it elevated the the atmosphere, and it was always fun to be a part of. Um, it was that you know it, that was great, and then you get it into junior, and you have Toller as a coach, and then it just kind of really <laughs> elevated. Yeah, he's not yeah, very been, good at it. Been there, been there as well. Pretty calm and cool. Yeah. <laughs> so it just got even worse. So. I think Paulie was in the middle of one uh, actually that. Uh, when I played for Tolly and Junior, that I remember, so yeah, we were all been part of that. Yeah. That's just like oil and water. I'm also not very good at not. Yeah. <laughs> we had a water. We had a water fight. We had a water bottle fight against Six Nations in Junior. Someone started squirting um, water, water, and then the bottle started flying. 
we had so. uh, we had a we had a game in, actually Donnie you might have been on that team I don't know um we were in Orangeville at the Bunny and uh we were down the series was over it was like game five and uh <laughs> we were we were getting pumped and the game was kind of over Toler gets kicked out uh pretty early or like more like the third and we're trying to play the game and the way the benches are at the Bunny like you can see the crowd and obviously the the away the away locker room is right to your left. And all we see is, like, we're getting pumped. The boys are down. And all we see is Toller. Like, he went to the locker room and got a bunch of our, uh, like, backup sticks and just started, like, javeling the, the fans. <laughs> like, actually, like, digging into guys, like, love handles and, like, just giving it to them. And it was, yeah, like, he, those were stories that were always fun. And it was fun to be a part of. I mean, obviously, it didn't look great. But it was a, it was a good time to be a part of it. Yeah, but, uh, That's amazing. I thought you were going to say throwing him on the floor or something. He's just going and spearing the crowd. Oh, oh, and he was screaming. I mean, he was, yeah, he was really giving to everybody. And obviously you can't repeat a lot of what he was saying, but it was, yeah, those were some heated times, no doubt. That's funny. Yeah. Um, so then how does the how does the whole Culver thing start? Like, are you, were you in conversations? Like, did you know that kind of as you got to that age, you wanted to do like the prep school thing? Or was it like they kind of approached you and, and put the idea in your head? Uh, so I, no, I never, I, I went to just a, a Catholic high school in Grimsby. Uh, I didn't know anything about the prep school life. Actually, like I knew about it. I knew that, you know, guys like Donnie, guys a bit older than me that are kind of going up through 3D and stuff like that were going to these schools. Um, I didn't really know much about it. Um, but there was, uh, there's actually a player on Buffalo right now, Carter McKenzie, his older brother Dawson, who ended up going to Princeton, uh, was at Culver and, um, they were losing. They were losing him uh, to to Princeton, and uh, the coach there, John Posner, at the time, was like, "Hey, do you have a right-handed attackman, a right-handed player that you know of skill that can that can come down?" And luckily, Dawson's dad and my dad knew each other, and they just said, "Yeah, like we got this kid from St. Catharines that we think you'd love." And I went down there, and uh, yeah, I I absolutely hated it. I I wanted to go home. I was I was homesick. I called my mom every night, like get me out. It's a military school, just by the way. Yeah, I was gonna say right because um, it's like it's pretty strict, right? Oh yeah, and I was not. I needed it because I was a, I was a dirtbag, and I <laughs> and I and I, I think it it really did change me, and it really did you know um put me on the right path because I was just I wasn't like anything like crazy, but I was just you know I needed that. I was a bit of a egotistical maniac, and I and I needed to be put down and humbled a little bit, and that's that was the perfect place for me while playing at a high level of lacrosse. So it was it was great. I mean, I, I hated the first three months, but then after that, I really enjoyed it. I've played with a lot of talent there, and it was um, I never really had played field before then, so it was kind of my first kind of real get up at field and um, kind of introduced me to that part of the game, and then. Um, once I started going there, then the college things started coming up and yeah, then, then that was history. And I, I had some great battles against the Hill and, and so like those talk about some heated games, those were some heated games with a lot of talent too. So, uh, it was, that was a fun time. That was a fun part of the, the journey, no doubt. What was when your, did, uh, was, there, was, was there a time when was there a time at school that you were like at Culver? The something that sticks out to you that you're like, what the fuck did I get myself involved in here? When you're whether it's like a morning routine or something, or throwing on the uniform, or what was that like? Uh, I mean, I probably had like twenty of those a week. Um, I, <laughs> I, I, you know, I think like the like the waking up part, like them screaming at seven in the morning, um, 
I think the the marching into breakfast at 7 a.m. 7:30 a.m. was tough. I mean, I'm like sitting there, and I'm like with a couple of Canadian guys like that are with there with me, like a couple other recruits, and I'm like looking left and right, and I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like this sucks. And I got caught saying that one time, and I like I got caught, <laughs> and it was like, what did you say? And I'm like, and then obviously, like this is how bad I was. I was like, I just said to him, like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like I was like such an asshole and they, they were like, okay. So then I had to just, I just had to walk lap around the dining hall until the, everyone was done breakfast. And it was just kind of like one of these moments like, dude, like get me out of here. Like, this is a mess. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not ready for this. I'm not, you know, I like learning how to like do the rifle movements. I'm like, dude, like this is just absolutely at, like out of this world. Like, what am I doing? And then you get used to it. And then all of a sudden you like kind of want to do it. And you're like, oh, like I'm a, like, you just feel like a nerd and you feel uh, weird doing it. Like you, you feel like you're playing dress up every day. Like that's what literally it felt like. I'm shining shoes at 630 at night while my friends are getting piled at, you know, the mansion house in St. Catherine. Like, like, what am I doing here? Like, you know, this is insane. So it was, yeah. It, everything was crazy to me at that time. Yeah, that were that's a that's a full that's a full advertisement for anybody looking to go to Culver's. <laughs> but you look or, or the or the mansion house. Oh yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. Also an adver- yeah. advertisement for St. Catherine's, <laughs> fun place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go to them all; they'll, they'll be great. Um. So, how does the how where, where was there like other places that you were considering outside of Denver, or like was that? you know, kind of the the spot for you from the get-go? Yeah, I, 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 uh, there was a lot, like not a lot, but I think there was like four or five that, other than Denver um, that were kind of reaching out. I, I think that right when Matt Brown kind of knocked on the door and um, seeing that the, the team that they had at the time, I was like, oh my God, they'd fit in perfectly with my Canadian style. I can't use both hands. Um, they play a pretty cool like two-man, two-man game style, which I'd fit into really well. Uh, and a bunch, and Ethan Walker was going there, so it was it was kind of nice to have someone there that you'd know. Um, and at the at the same time, I, my roommate or one of my roommates at Culver was also going. Will Clayton, who's from BC, so it was kind of easy to just kind of do that transition. I I, I didn't really get into it that much. Um, I was actually looking at High Point, believe it or not. I was I was looking there, and I loved we'll it. Do I like, this. Everybody fucking comes We're on, on a heater right now. And just saying, it was. I I loved I loved the volleyball courts. The girls yeah. were awesome. It was it was a cool time to be there. But I was yeah. like, you know, um, it just didn't it just didn't work out. But yeah, I, at the end of the day, ultimately, uh, Denver was the right choice. I loved it. What a great area. I mean, you know, Josh, you're out there all the time. It's it's just what a great time and a beautiful city. And uh, I I was lucky enough to get coached by Matt Brown and. Bill Tierney and and what a you know privilege that was and to learn the game from them so it was great. Did you did you go on any other visits like when you say other like did you go to High Point like what other schools did you go to like to go yeah check I out? visited I was I was High Point I went to Loyola Ohio State um uh you know there was there was a couple other ones that were just kind of at the beginning uh yeah. like the like the upstate ones like Albany and Hobart, like those ones, uh, not, none that I was like seriously considering. I was pretty young at the, like the rules were different, right? Like you're, you go there at 14. So yeah. you, you don't know. Right. Um, yeah, I sure. actually, they, like Denver didn't even see me play field. Uh, they just went up and saw me play box up in Ontario and then knew that I was going to Culver. So they were just like, okay, yeah, we, we'll do that. That's, that's a great option for you. 
uh, other than that, like honestly, it's so long ago now. I, 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 I'm probably missing a couple, but yeah, there was like five or six visits in between Denver. I didn't even visit Denver. I just committed. I, I didn't even go out there. That was, that's hilarious. How did how? Just so that, that hurts, dude. That hurts even more. You you went and visited High Point, didn't even go to Denver, but you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm going there. <laughs> no, that that's not. I, yeah, I don't think Coach Torpy's a big fan of me anymore. Uh, he really was until I gave him that phone call. Um, yeah. So if he, if he watches this, he, he's probably going to be fuming. Um, but it was, uh, yeah, I didn't even visit. I just said, yeah, let's, let's, Damn let's roll. Let's roll. Yeah. Oh, he did, but I will say, uh, he did say, like, we got great Canadians here. Like, we got Dan Lomas. And I was like, I actually know who that is. Like, that's great. That's, this is, listen. Uh, Let's do more of this. We're doing a lot of this last couple episodes here. This is nice. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, like that's great. Like that's insane. He's like, yeah, like we love our Canadians. It's a great spot. I'm like, there's no doubt. Like it's it's beautiful here. Like there's no yeah. kidding. Um, yeah. No. Now I feel bad. Now I just feel like no. Hey, it's all right. We're we can go. To, we'll turn the page. But I mean, let's. <laughs> Let's as much as it's going to pay me. Let's get into a little bit of your time at Denver. What was uh once you actually did step foot on campus? What was it like? Uh, first at Denver, I mean, I was nervous. I was like, oh my god, you know, they just come off uh, a couple tournament runs. They just won, and then a bunch of Final Fours and quarterfinals. So it was nerve wracking to go in there with a lot of talent that they had. Uh, you know, you never know as a freshman if you're going to step on right away. I was. I was kind of a highly touted recruit coming out of high school, but you still don't know, right? Like that, go anywhere and, and uh, you might not see the field. So um, luckily I got a good amount of time. Uh, I spent a lot of my time on the second line midi there and learned a lot from the guys that were playing above me. And I really enjoyed it. I mean, it's Denver, right? It's a beautiful city. Uh, you, you know, great, you know, great restaurants and bars around that, that time. So um, it was, it was fun. And I, I really enjoyed my freshman experience. Um, I, we had, uh, it was my first introduction to Mile Mondays. Uh, I was not in the best of shape and I was, t- uh, the, the, the run test was terrible. The nine minutes, uh, mile and a half, I, I didn't even pass one, I think. I, I, I was over five or over six or something. I was terrible. But uh, yeah. That's no joke. That's a quick mile and a half. Oh my God. Yeah. And like I was, yeah, like I was doing pretty well for the first three or four laps, but then I just, Coach T, I just dogged it, and then they Coach T would always go, "Hey, like, what, what's the deal? Like, why were you, like, why, why didn't he pass?" And I, was like, ah, I had box in the summer, you know, I, could, I didn't really have an opportunity to run. Uh, yeah. so. that's you a classic excuse, eh? Like that bait. So I was like, "All right, I'll keep using that for the next five years." Hey, if if he said, "Why are you in such good shape right now?" You'd be like, "Oh, I was playing box all summer. Like I was running <laughs> yeah, all exactly. summer." It's just like yeah. you just say I had boxed, and it's just like it's just a fagazi. It's like okay, cool. Like, yeah, yeah, totally. You didn't have time during the week to run it at all. Yeah, yeah, you're only running four times a week all summer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in intense heat with gear on. Exactly. Yeah, but it wasn't at it wasn't at a six minute mile pace. <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah. And then there was those guys that just crushed it, right? So they make you feel bad. I'm like, can we all just get on an agreement here and you know, run run with the 10:30 guys? Like, come back yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good. those are the, those guys that are running the the nine minute miles are the same guys squatting five hundred pounds and chopping your arm in half in practice. <laughs> yeah. Just not what you're looking for here, boys. Tone it down a bit. Exactly. <laughs> go uh, play box. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go play some box. Maybe um, you'd have some. Maybe you'd have some hands. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. So I mean, obviously, kind of moving through 
through your time there, um, you've got the extra year for COVID, I guess. Is that, is that how that worked out? Yeah. So I had the extra year. Um, and I, I, I had full intentions of going back to Denver uh, for my fifth year um, until, you know, my, we had a class of 14 and uh, a lot of them, all of them actually decided not to go back and play. Um, and it was kind of tough for me because although I was close with everyone on the team, I, you know, I just wasn't the right fit for me. All the guys were leaving and I thought we had a pretty good chance to, you know, do well if all the guys came back and, um, I just had to make a decision for myself, you know, what do I want to do? What do I, you know, what was best for me? Uh, I've been a Syracuse fan growing up since I was young. Uh, my dad used to take me to the Carrier Dome when I was little, uh, to go watch, you know, Jammer and all those guys play and Sid Smith, all the big names. And so it was, it was kind of a no brainer. Um, when Gary Gay called, uh, it was kind of like a, you know, what an opportunity to go out there and, and play for a pretty historic, uh, you know, college team and it was three hours from home. Right. So it was, they could go to every game. My parents couldn't um, go to Denver a lot. So it was, it was nice for them to go there and, and play a different schedule. I mean, I didn't get to play the Virginias and, and all those, all those teams, um, you know, in the big East. So it was a, a pretty cool experience. Um, you know, people ask me the question was one better than the other. And I say, no, like there was no better or worse. Uh, it was just different. Uh, Denver was a, Denver was a small school. Um, you know, with a great hockey team. I mean, you know, they won a national championship while I was there. So it was always a fun time to go to the hockey games and stuff like that. Just a smaller area around the university. Um, and a lot of the athletes stuck with the athletes. Uh, but at Syracuse, you know, you have the football team, um, a little bit more history to it. And it was it was a pretty cool time to be around, you know, all the football and the basketball games. So um, it was a pretty good social time as well. So it was just different, but it was great at the same time. I'm sure the uh... – the NIL deals kicking in for, for year five to go to Syracuse probably helped too. <laughs> nah, I, I don't know. <laughs> no comment. Hey, he just doesn't want to get dinged up again in court this week. Yeah, He's yeah. trying to hang on to that NIL are, money. You guys are really you guys are really trying to empty my pockets right now. <laughs> yeah. That's good. But what was I mean, what was it like going there, right? And playing, you know, playing for Gary Gate like you know, rolling onto the campus that you said you used to visit as a kid. What was that feeling like? Yeah, uh, it was pretty surreal. Like at the beginning, you're trying not to be a fan and like uh, gaga over this guy, right? Like you're looking at him like, wow, you're the best ever to it. Like your picture is literally everywhere at the school. Like it, you cannot avoid a Gary Gate, like air gate photo. Um, and it's, it's so you're like absolutely mesmerized at him at first. And then you know, as the, as the months go on, you're just kind of like, okay, he's there and he's your coach. And, um, you know, he's always trying to find a new way in the, in his manufacturing plant on Albany to figure out new sticks. So it was, it was like Christmas Day a lot of the time. You know, he's bringing in five or six new, you know, models of what he wants to do. So it was always pretty cool to see that. And But his practice style, I mean, he's not very vocal. Um, he's But when he is vocal and he is talking to you, you listen. And, you know, he was the guy that was the first one to say, you know, if, you're here, like throwing around the world, or throw BTB, or you know, at this point. Um, and he had great stories too. I mean, like with him and Paul back in the day, in, in their '90s run, '80s run, like it was, it was pretty cool to hear and, and, and get some advice from him and, and some funny stories at that. Some some stories that he probably shouldn't be telling, but it was it was what a time to be around. Um, you know, guys like Joey Spelina. You know, you can you go you go into that as a fifth year, as a 24 year old and you want to be a leadership guy, um, you know, obviously I wasn't the most talented on that team, but 
you go in there and you want to help those guys out. Uh, you know, Joey took a lot of heat at the beginning of his career for, you know, going one for 50, I'm stupid. And you got to, you know, be there and help him out and just be kind of that older role because uh, they're going to be great in the next coming year. So you just kind of want to mold them and, and hope that they do their best. So it was a great time. And definitely it was pretty gratifying for me to, you know, fulfilling for me to, to take on that role as the older guy for sure. I need to, I, I want to ask about a damn Gary Gates story so bad, but we don't want to get you fully sewered. Um, well, maybe we'll have, to, we'll have to get him on. Yeah, that'd be a bigger fine. Yeah. Sure. Um, Donnie, anything else about college career you want to, we want to ask about? Uh, no, I think, I think you, um, you know, I, I think I, I, I thought I knew a lot about lacrosse when, or like I was, you, you graduate, you think you kind of have it figured out. You go to another place and you learn a lot. Like what, what did you kind of take from, from that experience that you kind of, um, keep with you now, whether it's something you changed in preparation or a new way of looking at the game maybe that was different but you know how, how is that kind of experience of playing different places and, and what do you kind of stuck with you yeah it's a great question I mean I was fortunate enough to play at two places that were pretty well known um, in the lacrosse world at Peter Barton at Denver and in the obviously the carrier dome which is called JMA or something now but um you know it, it's lacrosse is everywhere and, and lacrosse is different everywhere I think that's what I learned I, I think you know, the upstate, uh, the upstate lacrosse is a little bit more intense and, and they love their lacrosse and uh, it's just a crazy atmosphere there. And, and I, you know, I got nervous going into the dome a little bit more than I did going on to Peter Barton, as, as much as I hate to say that. It was just, you know, you go from two different areas and people who are passionate about the game there and it's, uh, you know, it's a bigger venue, you know, you're on TV all the time and it's, it, it's a lot. So and I think that what that did for me was, kind of helped me go into the, to the NLL. Like now, you know, my preparation is a little bit more serious. You know, I'm not as nervous going out there anymore now, as long as I'm getting ready for the game and I'm doing everything I need to do. It's great. Um, and, and I think the biggest piece that I learned through that transition was that you got to make decisions for yourself and stick up for yourself. Uh, if you, if you feel that you're in a place that, you know, you need to move on, then you got to do it. And, Coach T was great with me with that when he had to leave Princeton all those years ago to go out to Denver to a no-name program that hasn't won anything and, and and leave the people that, you know, leave people behind that you didn't necessarily don't want to, but you want to do it for yourself. Um, that's what I learned. It was it was really difficult to leave Denver, and uh, I still have all my friends there, and we have a great relationship with Coach T. So it was just – it was difficult, but it needed to happen, and it was in, – in, uh, you know, I couldn't be more thankful for all the opportunities that, you know, my parents and the coaches gave me, so – that answers your question. That's that's probably what I learned the most. Yeah, maybe just to tie a bow on this subject. Uh, you know, I know you, you and uh, Jake Stevens. I think are pretty tight. Uh, I think you guys made played at Culver together. He's doing the fifth year uh, at Cuse now. Uh, you know, what's that kind of? Have you been ch- chatting a lot with him? Uh, you know, giving him some advice and stuff, or what's uh, what's that like? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jake and I are are pretty close friends. We have been for a while. Uh, I'm not going to say – I don't know what the tampering rules are with the NCAA. I'm not going to go out there and say that <laughs> they I – They don't listen to this that. podcast. We're good. Uh, yeah, otherwise, um, uh, Coach Torby's grandma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was just looking for a spot, obviously, with the Ivies. It was difficult, and he was just looking for a spot that, you know, he would probably fit in. And I said, well, like, you know, this – you know, I've had a great time here. Um, you, you, I think this would be a great spot for you, and they're pretty lucky to have him and, and vice versa. Um, yeah, I've been talking to him frequently and he's loving it. They're, they're looking good. Apparently they're, they're going to be great this upcoming year. They've got a lot of talent. 
Um, I mainly just talk to him about, you know, the social life, like how's that been going? How's, how's that been rolling? And, um, seems like he's, he's fitting in really well and enjoying it, but he's, uh, yeah, they're going to be, they've got a lot of time. I mean, they have that, uh, they have Sam English that also went to Culver there too. So he, he's there at, at Syracuse now. So it's, I'm not going to say I let him there either, but it was just more of a, you know, what a great, what a great opportunity to go up to Syracuse and be closer to home. That's how I would put it for them. And, uh, luckily they, uh, they made that decision. It was great. And, uh, yeah, rooting for the orange. I can't say if I root for the Pios or the Orange more, but if I do, just so Walker doesn't find me, I'll say the Pios because we'll <laughs> roll with the Pios. Let's go. Good man. Well, what would what would you say? I mean, obviously we're we're just about halfway through um, the first year uh, in the NOL for you. What do you say your biggest takeaway is so far? For me personally, uh, just block out the noise. Um, you know, try to stay off social media a lot. Um, I think coach Clark is kind of, that's one of the things he's told me to do. Um, obviously there's a lot of love for our team and a lot of stuff, you know, you, you see tweets about yourself and stuff like that, you know, you guys know, and it's just, you don't want to get lost in it. You just kind of want to avoid that stuff because it, it really means nothing, especially from guys who have never played the sport before. Uh, and they're telling you, you know, you got to do this and do that. And they're, you're not good enough or you, you know, this and that and the other, and it's, you just try to avoid it and be a pro, uh, you know, don't get it get to your head. Just more about worrying about the process and the outcome. Um, you know, there's days where it seems like it's coming easier to you and it, some days it's difficult. Uh, you know, the past weekend for us was a little bit more difficult, right? Um, shots weren't falling and uh, we didn't get the outcome we wanted, but we knew we were going to lose at some point. We knew that um, it's more about how we were going to, how we're going to respond. And um, that's our biggest takeaway right now. Just avoid the noise, avoid, you know, we know how the how the lacrosse Twitter and the lacrosse antics can quickly turn on you if you start losing. So, um, you, you try to just avoid it and um, stick within the locker room and, yeah, and yeah. do that. That's there's one thing we know: it's that lacrosse Twitter is a grumpy, grumpy place. So, <laughs> there's no making anybody happy. Oh yeah, no way. Um, but I, man, we appreciate it. We sat down for a while here, Donnie or Paula. You guys got anything before we let Simmer go? No, buddy, this was great. Really appreciate you doing this. And, uh, man, like a hell of a start to your career. And just uh, all the best of luck, man. Keep going. Appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. Awesome, Thank man. you. See you, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Awesome, yeah. buddy. Thanks for doing this, man. It's great.